Hey, it's Neville Medora for a special Thursday edition, a Thanksgiving edition of The Stupid Email, which of course means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and do-over. So it's November 25th, Thursday, and it's Thanksgiving Day, at least here in the U.S. So happy Thanksgiving. Hope you're celebrating with friends, family, or whatever you want to do. So let's get started with a swipe. Now, Happy Thanksgiving, but starting tomorrow, Friday, this is about to be you bombarded with deals on the internet and email. Um, and I have a picture of you. I don't know what you look like exactly, but I made a picture of you. And then there's a GIF of just being bombarded with tons of Black Friday sales and all that kind of stuff. And um, I would like to tell you, even though you are getting a lot of Black Friday emails and everything, if you're interested in marketing, take a look at what people are doing, right? A lot of people look at ads and go, ah, whatever, big deal. But if you are in the marketing world, if you do sell things, it is interesting to see what kind of ads come, which ones make you look, which ones make you click, which ones make you buy, right? That way you can emulate those in the future for your own sales and promotions and products. So I was thinking about Black Friday, and out of pure curiosity, I was wondering how Amazon.com's Black Friday has evolved. So I went to uh, archive.org, which is, of course, the Wayback Machine, and I pulled up screenshots of different years, and it's kind of like watching Amazon.com grow up. Um, I pulled up a Black Friday Amazon screenshot from 2001, and I forgot that the web used to look so ugly. Uh, we thought it was cool back then, but it just looks so bare minimum. And then I fast forwarded to Black Friday 2007 on Amazon and it starts a little bit getting better. It's still a very different aesthetic back then. I can't believe that it, uh, websites used to look like that back then. And they're also promoting this old school Kindle. So one of Amazon uh, Amazon's first devices was the Kindle and it had like a physical keyboard. It, it just like you got to see it. It's just like such a goofy device or at least by today's standards. And then Black Friday 2016, it starts looking more like we know. And one of the things that's changed by 2016 on Amazon's website is the search bar is front and center. Like that is the main thing on the site. And it seems around that time they started realizing people were just searching the site more than anything. And that if someone searched the site, they were specifically looking for a product. So if you remember way back in the day with Amazon, you used to kind of like browse around the site and just look. But now people just know what they want and search for it directly. And still Black Friday 2020, same things going on. So here is a thought. Remember that New Year's is just around the corner, roughly a month away, and everyone scrambles to make New Year's resolutions around that time. So I would actually implore you to, in this year, instead start thinking about what you wanna do for 2022 right now. So it's November 2021 right now, and where do you want to be in November 22? Uh, think about it. You can actually uh, reply to the email, letting me know where you wanna be. So if you're reading this as an email, reply, let me know where you wanna be. I might not answer all of these, but simply defining your goal is a huge step and just like writing it out to someone is a big deal. So I am going to spend the rest of the year thinking about where I wanna be. So the way I'm going to do it is think, okay, what do I want for 2022? So that's one year away. What do I want for uh, 2027, I believe, or whichever, well, that's five years away and then 10 years away, right? And then beyond 10 years, I think things start getting a little bit muddy. It's hard to tell, but um, I, I wanna at least plan out uh, the future years and think about it and think, think hard about it. What do I want? What would be ideal? Um, and then think about the different spectrum of outcomes and, and things I can do. And I'll be talking about the spectrum of outcomes in a second uh, over here. So here's something uplifting. Um, I'm helping two lucky winners build up their marketing books collections by giving away nine of my favorite marketing books, plus a copy shirt with a heart. It's cool. 
And so uh, we're doing a giveaway right now. So enter the giveaway. It's copywritingcourse.com slash giveaway. And if you want to win all nine of these books plus a shirt, enter your info here. Two people are going to win this package. I literally bought them all and sent them to my own house and I will physically send them out myself. So um, if you want to enter, just enter your email and you actually get more entries by sharing the giveaway. So if you share it on Facebook, you get entries, you can get shared on LinkedIn. If you tweet it, if you pen it, um, all those types of things. And I even made a quick video explaining each book. So if you don't want to enter the giveaway, but just want to see the books, you can just watch that video. But enter right now and you might win one of uh, two copywriting book packs um, that I'll send you. And uh, this ends in about uh, three days. So enter your email now and share and all that kind of stuff. And we'll pick two random winners. Uh, so here is a picture and it is of me and Peter Thiel. Now I talked about this before, but this is something different. So I recently had dinner with this famous investor guy named Peter Thiel. Some of you may know. And my number one observation about that dinner was how he had a spectrum of theories for everything. So for example, let's say I was like, Hey, Peter, what are your thoughts on inflation? He would respond with something like this. And he would start off his sentence like, okay, here's the theories. And then he would have like three different theories that can happen starting from, you know, bad middle to worse. And so, for example, with inflation, he's like, okay, here's the theories. Uh, number one, it's like nothing to worry about, right? It's just, it's transitory. It's going away. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. We've had inflation in the past. No big deal. And then the middle scenario, he says, it's uh, maybe it's definitely a problem and, you know, it's going to hurt people, but it won't break the country, right? It'll just be bad inflation and, and that's that and things will continue. And then he has like the, the, the crazy theory of like, it's going to be the Weimar Republic bad and the country will collapse and we'll experience hyperinflation and all that kind of stuff. So he doesn't say it's going to be one or the other. And it's really cool because he doesn't know that, right? No one knows it. So how can he definitely say it's going to be this? So then what he does is he uh, compounds on those theories and it says like, okay, is it nothing to worry about? And then he'll go off and start theorizing why that might be the case. Then he'll go to the middle one and say, it's definitely a problem, but won't break the country. Then he'll theorize how likely this is. And then he'll theorize the worst case scenario and, and try to calculate how likely that is. So the theories range from like the normal and boring scenario to the good and bad mixed scenario, like the gray area scenario, and then the crazy worst case scenario. Um, I loved this form of thinking. And it was fascinating to watch him like think on the go in this manner. It seems to me that this is like the pure definition of open-mindedness, since he rarely thought anything was purely black or white, but rather could be a spectrum of possibilities ranging from boring to crazy conspiracy theories, right? So this was a really cool mental model to follow, and I've been doing this a lot. And so actually going back to what we were talking about earlier in planning out your year in the thought section of this very email, um, I'm planning out my year in the same way. I'm going to try to put spectrums of like, okay, what's the boring normal scenario for 2020, right? Or 2022, like I could just, you know, keep growing and doing what I'm doing. Or is there something else I can add that would accelerate growth or make it even more interesting, more crazy? And then what's like the total like batshit insane thing that I could do? Like sell everything and just go back to school or like what, whatever. Just like I'm just thinking like crazy stuff, right? And so that mental model kind of opens you up to those types of things. 
Um, here is something interesting. Honestly, this interesting section isn't the best. I've already put this in here before. I just was running out of stuff to save for this email, <laughs> to be totally honest with you. So um, I think it's interesting to work backwards into the amount of money you wanna make. And so this does tie into the 2022 thing. Um, if you are selling a product or subscription, this is how many customers and corresponding price it will take to make uh, exactly $1 million uh, in revenue. So if you're selling a product, you would need something like 5,000 people to buy a $200 product. So 5,000 times 200 is a million bucks. Or if you have 5,000 people to pay $17 a month for 12 months, you make a, a million bucks. And you can look at this chart and we actually have a pricing calculator. Uh, if you type in copywriting course pricing calculator into Google, you'll find it. And it will show you kind of how much you need to sell to make a certain amount of money. So if next year your goal is $100,000, you could type that in and it will show you with this calculator how many products you need to sell to make that $100,000 or a million dollars or 10 million or 100 million, whatever you want. And let's go to the last section, a do-over. Now, sometimes when we rewrite articles and rewrite advertising or rewrite emails, even we, professional copywriters, are not 100% sure which one will do the absolute best. And so what we do is test. Yeah, so testing just means firing out multiple versions and seeing what works best. So whenever we rewrite emails, oftentimes we'll rewrite a long version, a medium version, and a short version. And we'll send it out to you know 100 people each and see which one gets the best conversion rate and then do that for the rest of the list or the highest one. So what I'm showing you here is that we actually don't know what kind of images, especially like on YouTube or anything that will work the absolute best. So we actually make multiple ones. So instead of a do-over today, I wanna to kind of show you behind the scenes of like how things are made. So for example, the giveaway video um, I just made and told you about earlier, we made three different YouTube thumbnails to see which would work best. And we just kind of tried each one out. And one said copywriting book giveaway, a bunch of arrows, one was win, 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 and one said giveaway really big. And the funny thing is like, you never can quite tell which one's gonna work the best, especially when you're under pressure and uh, on a deadline, you never really know. And sometimes one will work really well at one point and then not well later. It's, it's just such a random thing depending on what's uh, going on on the internet. So the truth is you never know which specific version will work best. So you just lazy test these images on social media or run them by people, your friends to see which gets clicked the most. So in my email, sometimes I'll send out these images. In, uh, on social media, I'll send out these images. In our private members area, I'll send out the images and see which one people kind of respond to the most. And we even did this with our own Black Friday sale. So below over here, you can see eight different images we made to see what would work best. So some of them are just say like, you know, uh, Black Friday, win, 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 copywriting course, Black Friday, lowest price ever, uh, 365 for a year, like all sorts of crazy stuff like that. So anyways, that's a little behind the scenes of how we do stuff and uh, how a lot of companies do it. And speaking of Black Friday, did you know right now, right now we're running this sale, a Black Friday sale, 55% off copywriting course for a yearly thing. So that brings the price down to $365 a year. This is by far the lowest price we've ever offered, ever, 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 bar none. So if you're thinking of joining copywriting course, but price was ever an issue, this is literally the best time in history to buy. And if you're already a copywriting course member, your renewal price is automatically set to the lowest price we've ever offered, this 365. So you're already taken care of. Um, a lot of members are reaching out being like, hey, how do I take advantage of this? I paid a little bit more. I don't wanna be billed more next time. You're already covered, buddy. If uh, you've bought the copywriting course and you renew, it will be at the lowest price we ever offer. We're not gonna charge you more if you could get it for cheaper. And so I would say jump in on this Black Friday deal. Do you want something to be looked at? 
Let's say one person looks at your, let's say you have like a, a single homepage that you want to be looked at, right? So for example, Joyce had a homepage that was converting at around 1.2% for emails. And we made a couple changes. Now it's converting at 6.5%. So every month for a whole year, she's going to get a 6.5% or above conversion rate on that homepage. And she's getting several hundred hits a day. Now just do the math on that and how many more people that brings in and how many more customers and how many more people go through your autoresponder, right? And so speaking of autoresponders, let's say you do have an email autoresponder that's trying to convert people from email subscribers to customers. We can go through it and really vamp it up for you, make it nice and tight. And so now you're starting to build the different layers of your marketing funnel. So if you have a better homepage, that means you're getting more people in your email system. If you have better emails, that means you're getting more people to convert from emails to subscribers to customers. So if you keep improving all these little things, you start really, really setting your business in place to where you're grabbing the most amount of customers that you could possibly get. And that's what we do inside Copywriting Course. You can learn from our self-guided videos and you can also watch other people get their stuff redone on office hours. So a lot of people are like, I do wanna join, but I don't have anything specifically to work on. Well, you can start watching other people and getting ideas. And a lot of people join copywriting course without too many ideas and then end up getting a ton of ideas and working on them right within the forum, right within the office hours, in front of everyone, with the whole group, with everyone else, or solo on their own and getting the copywriters to rewrite their stuff for them. So join copywriting course right now, use the coupon code Black Friday, just all one word, uppercase, and you'll get like the lowest crazy price we've ever got and you can cancel anytime you want. So hope you enjoyed these little tidbits. Have a happy Thursday, have a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, next week we'll be back to doing these emails on Friday. My name is Neville Medora. I will talk to you later.